Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. Today, we will be discussing chapters 21 and 22. Hello! <laughs> we're back! What it do, baby? As the have, famous Kawhi Leonard would say. I have I have so much to say right now. Okay, so like, <laughs> let's get it out of the way first. So, Midnight Sun came out this week. Uh, again, putting timestamp on when we are recording this. I'm almost done the book. Not finished yet. I'm not going to spoil anything. I mean, it's not really spoilers for the most part because we basically finished Twilight anyway. But I need to talk about two two main things. <laughs> two main things. We had we had one thing that we guessed. One thing was what movie were they watching in biology? One thing. <laughs> for some reason, all of our answers are from Edward's perspective. It's like Bella just doesn't know the title of things, except she does. <laughs> I don't know. But the point is, we were wrong. I was wrong. It was not the 1997 famous film, Gattaca. <laughs> Tragically. Um, it should have I will, been. I will save what it actually is for you to read in the future. Mm. Um, but more importantly, after that crushing defeat of reading about how it's <laughs> not Gattaca, uh, we get to the point of the book where Edward is just asking Bella questions all day. For some reason, from her perspective, it doesn't show any of her answers to them. But from Edward's perspective, we actually get some name drops of her favorite books, of her favorite movies. Uh, 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 my brain broke because she listed <laughs> Gattaca as her favorite movie or one of Wait, them. She listed it as a favorite movie? Yes. But it's like one of those lame movies that you show in biology and it's one of her favorite yes i hate it here (laughs) (laughs) stephanie meyer what are you doing i actually stood and just stared at the wall for like a solid 30 (laughs) seconds contemplating my existence for my letdown of oh it wasn't gattaca in biology yet somehow stephanie meyer reached into the receptacles of my brain and pulled out (laughs) gattaca as a movie to mention it why is it worth mentioning the only people i've ever heard of who've seen it saw it in biology class (laughs) (laughs) i literally didn't know it existed yeah so that's that's uh, number one. I need to get out of the way. Number two, way more minor, but we talked about the CD that um, Bella was like just listening to on full blast that Phil gave her, yeah. and then later finds it in Edward's car. Uh, <laughs> not my not my Chemical Romance. Tragic. But I was kind of on the right track. Do you want to know I, what it was? I do want to know. You haven't told me yet. <laughs> I'm curious. It was Lincoln Park. No. That's so much worse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. That's such a... So those are the revelations that have blown my mind while reading Midnight Sun. Um, The rest of my thoughts, I'm sorry, but we'll have to come at the end after we finish everything. I know, because as I predicted, my, you know, one thing about this is that I was saying I didn't want to read Midnight Sun in case it had random spoilers for like other books even if i had Mm -hmm. finished twilight by the time it came out yeah which you know we're finishing probably 
then in the next episode if not in two episodes because there's an epilogue but apparently there are spoilers i was right so i can't read it for very yeah, long yeah there are <laughs> yeah it's it's because it, there's some minor ones that it's just like character name drops that like you yeah. don't have any reference for and there's other ones that just have to do with like the fact that alice sees the future and edward can read her mind all the time <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yeah i'm gonna guess like a lot of that stuff is like i mean obviously don't confirm but i'm assuming a lot of the name drop type stuff is going to be like werewolf stuff because we really do not really get that in this book i mean i don't think we're going to get that in this book because we have two chapters and an epilogue left <laughs> and i don't even know if, if jacob's a vampire in. or i don't even know if jacob's a werewolf yet so <laughs> we don't know if he's a vampire either <laughs> yeah he might be who knows maybe he's also sparkly um we do have to talk about the cover of the Eclipse movie. <laughs> Which you tweeted out. Yes. Um, so I was going through Amazon Prime because I was bored. And um, the Twilight movies were following me. So they kept <laughs> cropping up in like every single every single time I went down a category in Amazon Prime. It would have at least one Twilight movie in like the they fit all genres. Apparently, it was like in drama. It was like in uh, fantasy, supernatural, yeah. yeah, and like romance. And I was like, "This is, eh, I can't escape it." <laughs> um, but there was one cover of the Eclipse movie where <laughs> no one looks good, and like not even in like a normal way, but in just like a they really did them dirty way. <laughs> Like, Bella is making the weirdest, like, half-open-mouthed face. She looks like she was caught off guard. You know, when you, like, kind of, you just barely see the camera, so you're just, like, making that face of, like, huh? That's, that's the face she's making. And then Jacob is so airbrushed that he doesn't look like the actor. He looks like a completely different person. His (laughs) nose is a different shape and his eyes are a different size. It's so strange. And, and I, then and then I don't know who did them dirty like that. That is, <laughs> I I made a point to crop the Netflix version of the Eclipse cover, and it is not the same. It I don't know what Amazon Prime. I don't know what Jeff Bezos has against <laughs> Taylor Lautner, but <laughs> clearly he has a vendetta because he really did him dirty right there. It was um it was bad. Edward looks fine. He just looks as weird and pale as he tends to. <laughs> Oh my god, truly. I'm so excited. We're going to watch the movie soon. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, think about that. Excited. We're almost at the end of the book, and that means movie time. That means watch party. That means oh drinking game. Remember the promise we made on another oh, episode? Did we? <laughs> yeah, so I'm bringing it back so that we can't escape it. Oh boy. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess uh, I have to acquire some more alcohol for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. So let's Maybe we should into, start the actual Yeah, book the actual reading. chapters that we're supposed to talk about now. So chapter 21, phone call. Uh, I just, the very beginning is just, I could feel it was too early again when I woke up and I knew I was getting the schedule of my days and nights slowly reversed. And I was like, that's a whole quarantine mood right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely I... went through a phase of staying up later and later and later to the point where I was sleeping until like one in the afternoon every day. 
that is cursed i see the thing is i did the later and later and later thing but my brain didn't catch up that that means i need to sleep more so i would just go to sleep at 4 a.m and then wake up at 10 and be like okay (laughs) i'm awake now and alive i know cursed um so bella walks in and sees that alice is drawing something new and air horns blast bella takes one (laughs) look at the picture and points out oh yeah the phone goes over there that's my mother's house oh boy oh boy i was immediately like well rip to bella's mom i guess (laughs) yeah yep pretty bad at this point so then they find out that edward is coming because because they're all just it's getting too real and yeah. too close. And so Edward and Emma and Carlisle are going to take Bella somewhere to hide. And this doesn't end up happening. But Which God, I would have loved to have right? it happen. <laughs> because like just getting to hang out with Bella, Edward, Emmett, and Carlisle in like a secluded I mean, area yeah. forever. I want to see it because I mean... Rosalie is mean right now, so whatever. Esme is unfortunately boring. She has no personality except for being a mom, so yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, not her fault, but also I'm not going to pretend that she's interesting. Yeah. She was just written badly. That's just that's just <laughs> yeah. how it is. And I've had enough, I mean, I haven't had enough of Alice and Jasper. I think I could have Alice forever, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. ready for some other people. So I wish yeah. I do wish that had happened because well, it would have made me very happy. Emmett, I think because you know the moment that he carries Bella like a football is just like <laughs> that's it. You're the one for me, himbo status. I love yes. you. He uh, is my current himbo crush. <laughs> Move aside, my actual boyfriend. <laughs> Here comes Emmett. <laughs> so they're talking about how um, Jasper and Alice are gonna watch Bella's mom. Rosalie and Esme are still watching Charlie, and then Edward, Emmett, and Carlisle are going to take Bella away, and she's like, uh, like, you know, this isn't fair, like, somebody's gonna hurt, get hurt because of me, and she says, do you think it's only my human family he can hurt me with? And I'm like, wow, I already decided your family, huh? I know. <laughs> really, it's a really bit... moving quickly. You've been to their house one time. <laughs> yeah. And then Alice looks at Jasper, and then Jasper... <laughs> Like, unlocks his coolest new power, which he is, he can almost make her fall asleep. Mm -hmm. He, like, so a deep, heavy fog of lethargy, lethargy? Whatever. It's lethargy. I don't know. Lethargy. Don't ask me. I'm not an English major. This is your alley. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Washed over me, and my eyes closed without my permission. And then she realizes what's happening, and is like, Jasper, bro, stop. (laughs) So Jasper can make unwitting people fall asleep. That power, like, I thought it was a lot more subtle than that, but that is some serious power Mm -hmm. that he has that I was not expecting. get the impression that um, it's more, it's even, like, elevated when he is specifically touching them because it's noted that, like, he specifically has his hand on her um right that's true so yeah i think i definitely think that like it's not just um oh like he he has this like crazy amount of power but he has to be touching them to really you know do some crazy shit that's wild right so like he couldn't do it to a he couldn't do it to like a whole room of people you know unless they were all like kind of holding hands maybe (laughs) i don't i i i truly i don't know that's a good question um 
But yeah, I like this. Imagine if you have insomnia, how useful that would be. <sighs> Need me a Jasper to just knock <laughs> me the fuck out. Better than NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think people are gonna are very concerned gonna be very concerned about my health. Um, yeah. In regards to that, it's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Shout out to uh, my friend Fair who was like, "Is Cam okay?" <laughs> <laughs> when you're talking about taking Nicole to knock yourself out. It's just so comforting. I feel like I'm I'm finally at peace. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the phone rings and. Uh, immediately Alice is like, oh, it's your mom. And no, wait, hold on for a what? second. We need what? to, in between that, hmm. she gets mad at Alice and goes and kind of freaks out. Well, was that she's, before? She's that slammed the door. That's it. Yeah, but then she, she's, th- for three and a half hours, I stared at the wall, curled in a ball, rocking. Oh, <laughs> I missed that completely. <laughs> Because this this was confusing to me because I was like, I understand that she is in very serious distress, yeah. but I, I you'd think that she'd at least calm a bit after like an hour or two. I don't even know if you can, if a person has enough energy to be that actively like rocking like that for three and a half know. hours. That's a wild visual. I don't know how I missed that. Yeah. I could not like That's stop like thinking about like- it because- creepy oh god bella get yourself checked (laughs) um so the phone rings um she hears her mom's voice on the other line saying bella bella and then she's like calm down everything's fine i'm gonna explain everything yeah boom the line switches it's james yeah so i want to point out that when she hears her mother's voice uh, saying bella bella she says it was my mother's voice in a familiar tone I had heard a thousand times in my childhood any time I'd gotten too close to the edge of a sidewalk or strayed out of her sight in a crowded place. It was the sound of panic. And this, you know, is just like, an like okay, she's it's familiar. She knows her mother. But then when you find out what it actually is later, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, fuck. But we'll get, that, we'll get to that. But I just wanted yeah. to point that out so we can talk about it later. Yeah, it's really good because to her is so familiar. She was like, oh, yeah, I hear mm-hmm. it all the time. That's what she sounds like whenever I'm about to fucking fuck up or something. I mean, to be fair, she's a really cl- clumsy kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, maybe she took a lot of, of tumbles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so James is on the line and he says, you know, he's not going to hurt her mom. So just do as he says. And so he's t- feeding lines to Bella so that no one on the other side can, like, detect anything wrong. And, you know, he's saying, t- t- uh, telling her to say, like, no, mom, stay where you are. Mom, listen to me. Everything's fine, et cetera, et cetera. And then Bella goes into another room. Uh, but, like, this is literally serial killer shit. Like, the whole, like, okay, repeat after me. Now get into another room. Here are I my know. demands. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he's on serial killer status and it just keeps getting worse (laughs) it's it's wild to me too because this is something i mean obviously because i don't fucking know the plot so of course i didn't know this but like (laughs) i had no idea that i was not expecting this book to have serial killer and like hostage situations at all Mm -hmm. this wasn't something i even considered like I was I was so <laughs> shocked. I know. Like, this is not something I was expecting from this book. Like, when I thought of 
when I used to think of Twilight, this is definitely not what I would think of in the mm-hmm. slightest. Yeah, that's the, the thing, is if you didn't know anything, like yourself, you would only think, oh, it's about a vampire falling in love with a human. Like, Bella and Edward, Bella and Edward, that's all it's about. And right. especially you get that impression because of the fact that it takes until... We're on chapter 21 of 24 for us to reach, like, the critical high point of the plot. (sighs) Which is upsetting. (laughs) The pacing, not good. I know. We could have used this a few chapters ago. It's really Tolkien levels of bad. Like, (laughs) Tolkien's walking for seven chapters is Stephanie Myers's Bella goes to school for seven chapters, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's painful. (laughs) And then you do the entire Battle of Helm's Deep in 10 pages. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I have no comment on that because I haven't read Lord of the Rings, so. Oh. The, okay. The movies aren't the movies. better. The yeah. movie pacing is so much better. Well, that's Peter why. Peter Jackson kills that shit. Yeah. That's why I like them because I'm like, I don't think I need to try and slog my way through those books when I've got everything I need here. That's fair. The books are, I would say they're worth it, but I also, like, I read it for a class, so I had mm-hmm. good motivation to read it, and I don't know if I would get through it reading on my own. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, Twilight. Twilight. This is not a Lord of the Rings podcast. Never going to do Tragically. that. Tragically. You know, they, they just go back and forth for a bit, and he basically is asked, saying, you know, I need you to, you know, go to your mom's house. There's going to be a number there waiting for you. Uh, call it, uh, and, you know, we'll go from there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he's asking, are you going to be able to get away from, like, the people that you're with? And at first she's like, no. But then he says, if your mom's (laughs) life depends on it, though, and she's like, I I don't have a choice. Yes, I will figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Um, So he wants her alone. And that's why they just had the vision of her mom's house, uh, probably because uh, he just went there or not just went there, just planned that he's going to go there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she asks, where's Phil? And he says, be careful, wait until I ask you to speak. Uh, good moves, like, smooth move on his part, because we know later, Phil's not involved in this. Yeah. <laughs> Phil is uh, blissfully ignorant. <laughs> Honestly, Phil has the best life out of this whole situation. He has no fucking clue what is going on ever. Yeah, yeah you know what? If I were to be a character in this, I would vibe with being Phil. he gets a cool like hipster girlfriend and he just gets to hang out and send his stepdaughter weird albums like lincoln park Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah which is not a weird album in the first place the way she described it i was like i wouldn't have thought this would be lincoln park based on the description um (laughs) but anyway (laughs) anyway you know bella is panicking and she is glad that jasper is going to check out of the hotel because he can't feel like the surge of panic that she's having right now so right. it helps her like lie to alice a little bit better um and it works in her favor because i think alice expects her to be scared anyways so like she doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. see anything completely off about it yeah but uh, before before she goes to talk to alice she mm-hmm. has this like page long half a page long like acceptance of her own death yeah um she says slowly slowly my thoughts started to break past that thick wall of that brick wall of pain to plan for i had no choices now but one to go to the mirrored room and die 
I was like, damn. Yeah. It's <laughs> it got serious. Really, like, it's almost in character in a way because of the way that so many times Edward is like, I could kill you anytime. Like, you shouldn't be with me. I could snap and kill you. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a worth, it's a, it's a risk I'll take. Like, she just, <laughs> she's so ready to fucking die that yeah. it's like, actually, this kind of checks out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how she like compartmentalizes so much here where she's just like, okay, um, time to push all my feelings away. And she just does. Yeah. I do have some gripes with this because I hate this main character martyr shit. Like, she does mm-hmm. have other options. Yep. Like, she could at least tell them because even if... Like, I get that maybe they wouldn't let her get away and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he... Like, James wouldn't know if she told Alice and Jasper. No, exactly. He would just You're know if they right. came with her. Yep. So, like... You're 100% right. They could easily just have the forethought to organize a plan in which Bella would probably volunteer to still act as bait, but they would be there earlier to stop the shit that does happen right. to her. Right, And, like, I get that James, as a vampire, has superior smell and also hearing, but he doesn't mm. have, like, Edward level of no hearing. So it's, like, if Alice and Jasper were presumably quiet and in perhaps an unexpected location... Like, mm-hmm. the opposite direction from the ballet studio or whatever. Yep. Like, it could have worked out. I don't know why. It's because she's the main character and because this needs to happen for what Stephanie mm-hmm. wanted to do with the plot. But it, and this, you see this so often. Like, you see this in Harry Potter a yeah. lot as well. Um, yep. And it, it, I get it because that's, like, the point to move the plot it's, along, but it also makes it's me the mad. Main character, <laughs> it's the main character energy. Of, yeah. Like, you know, well, I'm the only one who can do this, so I'm just going to do it without considering that other people are willing and able to help you. Um, I'm just thinking, like, speaking of Harry Potter, like, the fifth book when Harry gets the vision of Sirius being tortured, and he immediately is like, all right, squad, let's roll out, we're all going. He doesn't, like, he just, uh, there's so many things. Like, they try. They try a little bit, but, like, he just, like, no, I have to go. Yeah. He just goes. And I'm like... Mm, there's so many, mm, there's so many things you could have done. Mm. I know. <sighs> but yeah. It's I actually told- a shockingly similar situation. It really is. Because <laughs> Sirius being there but not being there, visions of the future yep. that mm-hmm. are twisted. Yeah. Um, no ballet studios, but that's okay. True. But it was a hall of prophecies, so, you know, a bunch true. of glass. Um, yeah. But I just... Yeah, I totally agree with this because there's so many ways, like, they're vampires with, like, really, like, cool abilities that James does not have. They have the advantage. Right. It's, I don't know, because the only way he would, like, know and, you know, in Belle's mind he has her mom is if he sees them all roll up and she's like, you know, but you can rationalize, like, okay, like, so we won't do it that way so he doesn't kill her mom. Perfect. Or even if she, here's a crazy thing. If she mm-hmm. had informed Alice right now, she could look into Bella's mom's future and see her plan to stay in Florida. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bella! <laughs> so, like, they wouldn't even have to come up with this crazy plan because she'd be able to check on Bella's mom and say, oh, he doesn't even have her. Let's oh. roll out and kill him. I cannot believe the... Right? The stupidity <laughs> right now. Uh, 
it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I guess, you know, fear makes you do stupid things. Let's just go with that. Sure. And love or whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Now we sound like fucking Dumbledore. The power of love. (laughs) It was love all along. That's going to be the ending of this book. And (laughs) it was love all along. And that killed James and his It was your mother's love that protected you. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Your love for your mother is what saved your own life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Bella is trying to act casual and she decides to write edward a letter um yeah basically saying like you know i love you sorry i have to do this don't come after him when i'm gone basically Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah and this made me think about like i am so excited for you to get to this part in midnight sun because i mean i don't know exactly where you are but like i just it made me start thinking about like oh i cannot wait to read like Mm. the the James yeah. enters onward in Midnight Sun because yeah. I'm so excited to see like Edward because for a long time you don't even like see Edward like he's still in Forks yep um with the boys <laughs> <laughs> with so. the boys yeah that's gonna be exciting to read I am uh just coming up to the baseball scene so like I'm about to hit oh my goodness um yeah, so that's where shit's going to get really good. And I'll probably read the rest of it tonight. I got mm-hmm. bogged down in the middle because it just was, like, the same scenes Yeah, I, I was about read. to say, was the pacing as bad? <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, I've literally just read this a few weeks ago. Like, yes, I know the dialogue. It's the mm-hmm. same. Like, okay, Edward's thinking, overthinking everything. Moving on. Yeah, I'm um, glad I, I'm really glad I actually can't read it, like, right after reading this book. <laughs> So I don't know if I can I handle think the that experience, twice. I think the experience will be better if you have more spacing between the books. But for half of it, I'm just like, I literally just read this scene. I'm not <laughs> interested. I am over it. Yeah. So okay. if, and eventually we're going to need to have like the second book or whatever or something wherever Jacob is actually there. And we're going to need it to be one giant book of each chapter from Bella's perspective, Edward's perspective, and Jacob's perspective. And it'll be horrible and cursed, and you'll hate every second of it. I'm excited. I'm not. Mm, no. Uh, yeah, but it seems so. like this might be where it's heading with Stephanie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the end of the chapter. She writes the letter, and the last line is, and then I carefully sealed away my heart. And I'm like, all right. Uh, yeah, I get it, mm, okay. like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> we get it. We have It's a no flowery romance book from 2005. I don't care. <laughs> Damn. I don't care about you, Bella. I'm sorry. Warrior uh, cats went harder. <laughs> I'm not going to drop war- the Warrior Cats topic. Anyway. Yeah, I think it comes up in every episode. As it should. Uh, <laughs> Put some respect on its name. <laughs> what respect? It made kids run around in the playground acting like they were cats for like a generation. <laughs> and what about it? Uh, okay, it is fair. personally responsible for the uprise of furries. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, also all okay. the like all the the warrior cats like fan art that's just mm-hmm. like a poorly drawn cat bleeding out on a forest floor <laughs> <laughs> there's a 
a TikTok I need to send you about that. It's so funny. Please do. I just get the TikToks of like, it's like POV, you're running into like the cat girl and her clan at recess or whatever. And it's just like, I see so many of them because I can't stop watching. But it's literally like the full on warrior cat's experience where like she runs up on all fours and is like, I heard you were talking to Thunder Clan. And I'm like, oh my God, please stop. Pain. <laughs> it's so cringe, but I'm like, Oh, I think this was me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I, it's like that, uh, thing that you see people respond to on Twitter where it's like, I just, I don't like this because I'm in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm I in this like and this I photo. don't like it. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's the, the Tumblr report function. Uh, <laughs> you can report a photo. Because you're in it and you don't like yeah. it. That's so funny. I didn't know it was real. I thought it was an edited thing. I didn't know you could just be like, mm, my hair looks weird in this. Delete. I'm in this photo and I don't like it. Take this post down, Tumblr staff. Stephanie, once again, posted the picture where she looks best and I look worst. Take it away. Also, I didn't I didn't think of any other names. So I guess Stephanie Meyer was posting bad pictures of her friends on uh, Tumblr mm-hmm. in my canonical universe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. This is this is all correct. Yeah. Uh, okay. What are we talking about? Twilight? Twilight or something? I think so. I'm just gonna single-handedly force this into a Warrior Cats podcast. Please, uh, please stop. Pain. <laughs> okay. What are we, chapter twenty-two? Hide and seek. Uh. So, what happens here? Oh. So much Jasper, happens in this Yeah, chapter. a lot happens. It's, I have to say, this is where I complimented the pacing because I think I read, like, several pages before I realized, like, I haven't even taken any notes because I was just <laughs> so absorbed with, like, what was happening. Totally. Um, so, oh, she sees Alice bent over the desk, gripping the edge with two hands, and Alice is, like, you know, seeing a vision or whatever. A very, Jasper. like, intense vision, clearly, yeah. because she's... Bent over the desk, gripping it with two hands, and she's slowly, her head slowly rocking side to side, and, like, when Jasper comes, she has to, like, bury her face in his chest, because it's, like, so scary. It's Um, awesome shit. Yeah. And when Jasper asks, what is it? All she says is, Bella. And then, Alice. It's just just so funny, because (laughs) Bella's like, I know what's going on. Yeah. And Bella goes, (laughs) what did you see? I know what's going on. Yeah, and Alice just goes, uh, nothing really. Just the same room as before. And I'm like, you cannot pass that off as a normal vision. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, it's clearly like, it only works out because Bella, I mean, Bella is the reason that the future has changed. Yeah. Because she's decided to meet up with James. You'd think she would have thought of that. But I guess Bella isn't the smartest. I guess the thing is, too, is that she's still only seeing the future. She hasn't decided what... She hasn't seen what led to that, only that, oh, shit, he is gonna get Bella. What the fuck did we... What are we doing wrong here? Yeah, that's true. But, like, you'd think that... Because Alice's visions have been so important. Mm. And, like, in the past few chapters, and they've been changing so quickly, so you'd think Bella might be like, oh, my plan just changed. Alice might see this. Um, or at least something. So it's interesting that she didn't really think about it. But I guess she's, like, a little preoccupied preparing to literally die. <laughs> die, so. yeah. Um. <clears throat> so they're going to go to the airport. 
and uh, this is when Bella does start to think about Alice's visions. She's like, how does it work? Like, how do you see things? Things change. And she basically says, like, you know, what we learned before, um, not everything is set in stone. People are hard to predict because as soon as they make a different decision, the future changes. So, you know, she would have to actively basically be keeping an eye on a certain person's future in order to, like, see their changing in decisions. Um, right. So, you know, makes sense she's keeping an eye on James. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, so they're going to go to the airport because uh, Edward's filing, flying into Phoenix to uh, meet her there, you know, with Emma and Carlisle, as we said. And she says, you know, it's perfect to be able to get away from them because it's a huge, complex airport and they're going to be in, what did she say, Terminal 4, the most confusing. And she knew that there was specifically a door on level 3 that might be the chance. And I was just sitting here thinking, like, are you that confident in your airport knowledge to know exactly where you're going to be able to run? Because every time I'm in an airport, I'm like desperately just looking at signs every time I even take like five steps. I'm just like, am I still on the right path? Okay, am I still on the right path? Like, I don't know. I just, I'm like, you really feel that confident in your airport knowledge that you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 can, I can definitely lose in there. Uh, I know exactly where I can escape. Yeah. It seems also, weird. especially <laughs> because she's in like crisis mode when she's doing this, and I am yeah. often in crisis mode when I'm in an airport, mm-hmm. and that makes me way less likely to be able to like figure out where I'm going because yep. you know the classic: you have thirty minutes to make your connection, and you're yeah, like exactly. sprinting with your carry on and mm-hmm. everything, and you're trying to buy a Krispy Kreme donut before you board the flight <laughs> and like everything's crazy and you don't know where anything is and you have to pee. Um. <laughs> it's the nervous pee too. You're like, I just peed before I left, but now I have to pee yeah, again because I'm exactly. scared. <laughs> you prepared so that you wouldn't have to pee, but then you like nervously drank water a bunch mm-hmm. because it was just distracting and now you have to pee really bad again but you have mm-hmm. to make your connection <laughs> yeah and i'm it's... just so i'm like how is she finding her way through an airport in a in crisis mode because yeah. i certainly cannot <laughs> well not to mention even this first thought here like i just have to give the benefit of the doubt and assume that alice is specifically looking at james's every decision because she's like well we're with bella like i know our decisions it's fine um, because I'm like, as soon as Bella says, I know the perfect door, like that would, that sets kind of a decision. Right. Somewhat. That's true. Um, but so she's waiting for the perfect moment, um, basically to be able to get away. And uh, she sees the time change on Edward's flight arriving, realizing, you know, she's only got 20 minutes before he touches down. She's like, I, I won't, you know, I wouldn't be able to leave as soon as, you know, he's actually in the airport. Like there's, I don't, I wouldn't stand a chance. Like mm-hmm. Edward First of for all- sure break any sort of you know illusion of being a human and just full speed run through an <laughs> airport if you know he thought for a second she was running away yeah and also like she wouldn't even know if she could bear to like leave him exactly again. as soon as she saw him she would yeah she'd be like I, I, that's it i can't do it i um, can't believe she's this whipped when she hasn't even had the dick yet anyway <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> Damn. Like something something Coming emotional like connection that. is good and can be just as intoxicating. But also come on. <laughs> well, especially when you're seventeen, like 
it's even more so just like the good shit you know like (laughs) it's the horny feelings that drive you more than anything right um so she waits for the right moment and says like okay i'm gonna go eat which i guess her decision was to eat so again alice not not necessarily seeing anything if she's watching because again she does have to specifically choose to look into the future it doesn't just hit her like that's so raven um, <laughs> uh, oh god I wish it would I wish the movie did it exactly like that's so raven <laughs> oh that would be so, oh that I wish that would Man, be the dream. truly amazing <laughs> um, but then she asks Jasper to come which like she has her plan so together here she's like oh I want Jasper to come to help keep me calm but it's more so so that like Alice isn't like around so when she goes to the bathroom he doesn't follow her right uh, so yeah, she says she's gonna go to the bathroom, and she remembers this bathroom, so I guess this is a bit more valid of being like, oh, I know this specific location because mm-hmm. of the fact that she got lost here as a kid, where she went in the bathroom, but accidentally went out the other side of the bathroom, because there were two doors. And then was like, and, like oh, fuck, it was where in the a totally fuck am I? Of, <laughs> yeah, a totally different part of the airport. So she just, like, sneakily is like, oh, like, do you mind? I just have to pee. As soon as the door closes, she's sprinting. And it's like, this is the action mm-hmm. that I was like, I was just reading through. Like, she sprints to the airport, makes it into an elevator that's crowded, like, flies through, like, another part of the airport. And I'm just like, oh, man, like, this is, like, this is some good writing right now. Like, <laughs> yes, this is good and, shit. And I love how she, like, stops and slows down when she's passing a security guard. Security, like, yeah. Hi, nothing's nothing's up. And then she like sprints again. It's like that um one part of uh Ferris Bueller's day off where the principal oh. is running down the hallway, like freaking out, but every time he passes a classroom window he like pretends he's walking very he normally. Walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly it. It's really good. It's so good. And so I I guess, like, the only saving grace here is because of the fact that it is a crowded airport. And, like, so maybe by the time they figure out that she's not in the bathroom still, like, then they don't run necessarily. I don't really know. I guess, like, I just had a thought. Okay. Okay. So so Bella has to go to the bathroom. And Jasper's waiting outside. And he's sitting there going, how long does it take humans to go to the bathroom? I don't remember. Do they take a long time? Maybe because she's a girl. Do girls take longer in the bathroom? I know the lineups are usually longer, so maybe they take longer. <laughs> he's just, like, cycling through, like, should I check on her? No, I shouldn't go in the ladies' washroom. That wouldn't be gentlemanly. <laughs> just like, slowly spiraling <laughs> while Bella is sprinting. Yeah. Uh, it's a great mental image where he's just like should i check on her no that's rude what if she's pooping does poop take a long time i think i remember it taking a long time (laughs) i wish the movie did it exactly like that oh my god i'm I'm excited to see this sequence in the movie i hope it's done similarly but i basically i'm just excited to like what's her face what's her name What's her name? The actress that plays Bella. Oh, Kristen Chris- Stewart. Kristen Stewart. I'm excited to see her. I'm excited to see her Bella in an action sequence. You know? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I've heard her Bella is already horrid. Mm. Not entirely her fault. It seems like it was, like, the direction that yeah. was also bad. Because she's, like, not a terrible actor. Whatever. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> but I am very excited to see, like, yeah. the apathetic weirdly mm-hmm. awkward Bella like doing something action sequency. <laughs> I want to know what her Bella run is. Like oh, it's going to yeah. be the au- most awkward shit. Oh, I'm so excited. Absolutely. 
And so she runs outside and she noticed that there are no cabs by the curb at all. So she randomly gets on a shuttle bus <laughs> and she's just like, uh, yep, that's where I'm going. Totally. <laughs> and so she gets off the shuttle bus and then manages to grab a cab just as another like couple right. is emptying their suitcases. They're not even done. She just jumps in the back seat. <laughs> and she has this line where she's saying, I couldn't help imagining Edward where he would stand at the edge of the road where he found the end of my trail. And I was just like, oh. I was like, like sniffing, like, oh. oh. <laughs> A little, like, pleading emoji. Yes. <laughs> um, so then she, yeah, she catches a cab. And I, I'm annoyed about something right now because... Mm-hmm. The cabbie is surprised at, or is, like, annoyed about the address she wants him to go to. Because he's like, oh, that's in Scottsdale. Like, implying mm-hmm. sort of that it's super far away and he would never usually do that. And so she pays him $80, um, right. which, you know, that makes sense because she's going to die anyway. She doesn't need $80. <laughs> but, like, not two paragraphs later, she says that the drive is 20 minutes no, not another drive <laughs> math thing. No. It's, I didn't do any math for this. I'm just thinking about taxi, like cab rides can be like 45 minutes. And like that's sort of pushing it. But like 20 minutes is, I think, very normal. That's a very normal taxi or cab drive. Is this true i don't see the 20 minutes thing she said instead of panicking i closed my eyes and spent the 20 minutes drive with edward because then she goes and like daydreams but yeah (laughs) what he's like oh it's all the way in scottsdale like i can't drive 20 minutes it's like what yes you can like it takes 20 minutes to drive across like cities like all the time (laughs) cab drivers do that all the time yeah like uber drivers like drive me 20 minutes to get to like a mall or something. I've taken like, an Uber, literally, oh, I was going to say geography that, like, you would have no context for, but I've taken an Uber driver <laughs> from one city to another that was, like, almost an hour-long drive, and he, like, we asked ahead of time, like, hey, is this okay? And he's like, you know, like, it's totally fine, um, uh, I don't mind doing it, like, you know, he knows the money's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, and that was a, to a different city for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, not going uh, at 180 miles an no, hour. No, yeah, definitely not. Um, <laughs> so okay, this is wow. just ridiculous. It's just another one of those really lazy things where she definitely should have either she could have just cut out the stuff about have... the complaining mm-hmm. or she could have made the drive longer. Like, it. Yeah, she could have just cut the complaining out, like, easily. Like, that didn't need to be there. It didn't add anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, up until the point that she gets the cab, I literally put the comment, like, the pacing is outstanding to this point. I was reading so fast that, like, I didn't even take notes because it was just yeah. like, she's running. Now she's doing this. Now she's through the elevator. Now she's running. Now she's going to the cab. There's no cab. And it's just like, whoa, they're like, there's so much, like, it's so much snappy action and it really works very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, good job. But. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so she gets to her own house. And well, hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. She what? has this cute moment of thinking oh, about edward. edward why yeah, am, okay, why am I, I suddenly the one like excited about the romance and like wanting to point it out 
I don't know. We've switched places. <laughs> I'm I'm a jaded person now, I guess. <laughs> I also I've read like... too much of Edward's point of view and I'm just like, I'm sick of you. <laughs> Go away. Um, I just, I think I just really vibe with the, like, the daydreaming in general, because it's, I mean, mm. it's really sad, and it's obviously tragic, because she's like, this will never happen, but it's such a mood, too, like, this, I do this, like, not, it's an like, in a... fantasy. No, like, it's an escapist thing. It's, like, imagine if, like, you know, you and your partner could just escape somewhere to a different city, it doesn't even matter where, but it'd be just the two of us, like, it could even be a hotel room, like... Mm-hmm. It's it's just this really, like, it is. I agree. It's a really nice just, like, escapism, like, thought of just, like, wow, wouldn't it be so nice if I had just run into Edward's arms and we had just gone away somewhere, just the two of us, if only. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, just, I, I liked that moment because it, mm-hmm. it was definitely pretty real to me. And then the I cabbie interrupts also, her. <laughs> yeah. I think it was also, like, generally a, probably a good way to, like, not think about her rising panic too like if she you know it really is that just like i'm just gonna think about something like really nice and daydream and fantasize right (sighs) she even says to be trapped in a hotel room with him would be a kind of heaven which is like Mm -hmm. oh Mm -hmm. bella Mm -hmm. bella Mm -hmm. is about to die but she is still horny and ready to go (laughs) 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 man so yeah they arrive at the house and this is again where I'm thinking, so by this point, Jasper's noticed she's gone because it's been more than 20 minutes. I'm sure he's figured out by now it doesn't take that long to pee. Um, or poop. <laughs> unless you're or, really constipated. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking, like, by the time that they figured out that she was gone, and she probably would be able to leave the airport by the time he realizes, because that's, like, maybe a five-minute run tops, um, which is a reasonable amount of time for him to be, like, waiting for her. Um, mm-hmm. But... By the time she's in the shuttle and then in the cab, I feel like, I mean, vampires can run faster than cars can drive. Right. So they could catch up by now, unless they were hoping that, like, and waiting for Edward to land first, because now he would have landed, because that's one thing his I flight was, was landing in 20 minutes. And then onboarding takes, like, 17 million years. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I guess it might be the thought of, like, wait for the, like, cavalry to arrive. Because Mm -hmm. on that plane, it's not just Edward. It's Edward, Emmett, and Carlisle. They're fighters. I mean, Jasper, too. But, like, you know, they're going to wait for the army to get there at this point, right? But, like, you'd think maybe they would send, like, one person to scout. But also maybe they were scared, you know, they could prioritize their family over Bella being like I don't want just one person to go by themselves because we don't Mm -hmm. know how strong he is and when it's more of us it'll be way Mm -hmm. safer so like yeah I couldn't imagine honestly I couldn't imagine either Alice or Jasper letting the other one leave like I think both of them would maybe like be like I should go after her and you should stay but neither of them would really let the other one actually go yeah that's a pretty fair character assessment of them I think so I guess I will accept this fact. I just feel like Alice saw such a horrible, like, traumatic vision, obviously, of Bella, like, fucking getting murked. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I feel like that might be put some more urgency in them. Like, I don't know. It still makes me wonder. But I understand Mm -hmm. that they would want to wait for, you know, the rest of the squad before they roll up. Um, Also, plot. 
Yeah. Plot. <laughs> yeah, it's also fine. plot. So I guess it's just because that doesn't happen. So I have to like think in my head of like, what is the justification for this? Which is again, good that I haven't read this part of Midnight Sun yet, because then we would get that answer, right? <laughs> That's true. Oh, you're so, going to find out yet. so soon. Tonight, even. I know. Tonight. We can just hope. like I'm going to probably finish the book tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> so she grabs the key under the eave. And I just want to point out, I can't believe how many places just have keys hidden under mats and under the eaves. <laughs> this is not how I lived my life as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not in Phoenix, like in a city well, yeah. of, or yeah. any city, really. Like, I could understand Forks because it's not its not even a city. It's yeah. really a thing. Like, I definitely know people, like, in suburbs or in, like, rural areas, sort of, like, where I live, mm-hmm. where it's, like, you put – you don't even, like, lock your house, <laughs> which is uh, – don't come rob me, please. But um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, we don't lock the house when we go down to the beach at my parents' place. Like, exactly. Leave. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you put it in a pot next yeah. to the door. I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, my house – like, I was in the suburbs, and I didn't even own a key to my own house. Like, the way to get in was there was a passcode on the garage, and then inside the garage, there was a key hidden to unlock the door there. Ah. So, like, it was just, like, an electronic passcode. Which Fancy. Which is, you know, garage. Great, great way to keep things <laughs> safe, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. Anyway, um, there's a key under the eave as, all, you know, just for convenience. Yeah. <laughs> so she calls... Uh, James and he's like your mom's fine and he's like do you know the ballet studio around the corner and she's like yep I know how to get there like it's all she's coming like, down this to this is what I expected mm-hmm. and she like takes kind of like one look around the house before just kind of leaving and thinking like I don't want to like think of memories here of just like an empty house where my mom was like kidnapped from and the last person right. here was literally like a serial killer vampire i don't <laughs> think about that she calls so him she her running. enemy yeah which is funny it's like don't give yourself that much credit bella <laughs> like i Public wish i could give you one. credit for that but like unfortunately you are not his no. equal in that you're way. Not, you yeah, are, you're not rivals. You're he's not... Just, yeah, you're a, he's his just victim. a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> so she runs down the street, trips like a ton of times, which is just... I, I'm sorry. It's I kind of comical. This, I want this in the movie so bad. <laughs> oh, I want it so bad. I want Bella running maybe three steps and eating shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me running to catch the bus. <laughs> Uh, she rounds the corner on Cactus, because, you know, that's a street. (laughs) Yes, of course. She also talks about how the sun is too hot and too bright, Mm -hmm. and she... Wishes for the green protective forest of Forks. Of home. home. And it's like, oh, she calls Forks home, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sad. (laughs) And she's also like... She's remembering all of these memories and it's sort of like the life flashing before your eyes type mm-hmm. of thing where she's remembering all these things from her childhood, like the big eucalyptus yeah. tree where she played or a plot of dirt around the mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a oof, <laughs> to say the I least. I know. It's like the moment that you kind of realize like everything that you had and everything that you like have in your life is like right when she's like oh i'm about to lose all of this right um so it really hits mm-hmm. uh so she gets to the dance studio it's empty because it was closed for spring break 
Um, and she hears the same Bella, Bella, the same tone of hysterical panic. Yeah. But then yes. it keeps I, I, going. I highlighted, I highlighted it, that it was the same tone. Like, not just like yeah. similar, but the exact same tone. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the next line that we didn't get before is, Bella, you scared me. Don't you ever do that to me again. And Bella just keeps going and she sees on the TV screen her own self at 12 years old at Thanksgiving. And, you know, she'd been at the beach and was leaning too far over the edge of the pier and tried to reclaim her own balance. And that's when her mom called to her. (sighs) Really good. Really good this shit. is this is like one of the three good moves that Stephanie Myers makes in this book. Like it's genuinely like I was like, oh shit, no way, because it also makes it convenient for later books. Because like spoiler alert, I do know that Bella's in later books. I know she lives in some capacity, <laughs> um, but it's convenient for later books to have her mother have never been involved because if she's gonna like, I mean, I don't know exactly what happens, but if for some reason she needs to continue this facade of like being a normal person and having nothing happen then it's good that her mother has never like she's been a part of it in like this weird crazy world yeah um, she, she, she doesn't have to explain all this to her or come up with some crazy excuse right uh which so would that's, not be believable i so i thought it was a very good move because i wasn't expecting it mm-hmm. um but also yeah convenient I, I like it, too, because you can look back at the visions that Alice had, and the VCR was specifically mentioned in both yeah. of them. Oh, and yeah. You don't even, like, think anything of it. You're just like, oh, she's just describing things that are in the room. But right. the VCR was key. <laughs> right. And that's why it was so prominent in both visions. Exactly. Oh, smart. <laughs> I didn't yep. think about that. Actually, smart. Uh, so, yeah, James is just like, gloating basically like i really didn't think we had to involve your poor mother in this better just the two of us right and bella's just like chill about it she's like oh thank god okay just kill me and get it over with nobody's in danger great like it's so interesting that she doesn't even have this like fuck i can't believe i like fell for that fuck fuck fuck." like she's just like oh cool we're fine (laughs) yeah she's just like oh okay great my mom's not in any danger perfect this worked out perfectly yeah (laughs) She's, there's no sense of, like, oh, my God, I fell for this. Yeah. And she's chill enough to also lay down a really sick burn where she's just like, ugh, he was so very average looking. Nothing <laughs> remarkable about his face or body at all. That is a straight <laughs> quote from the book. Um, yeah. And she really, like, did him dirty. And she's like, mm, really average, would not fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> yeah, and he even notices that she's, like, really like weird about how she's just like oh yeah I'm not, I'm not mad about it I'm I'm glad that you know she's not here he's like wait you actually mean that what the hell <laughs> what's wrong with you I know he's like humans are so weird and I'm like it's probably just Bella <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's just I don't even know what's going on with her <laughs> and the thing is too is he goes on to say like so let me guess your boyfriend's gonna avenge you and she's like Mm, probably not. I told him I not to. She's like, yeah, and he's I like, don't think so. And he's like, damn it, I really want him to, though. I want to fight that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he says our hopes differ. Uh, this was a little too easy, to be honest, and disappointed. 
um, I thought it would be more challenging. And I'm like, he's kind of right. Like, I get what he's saying here because the whole setup here was like, you know, he loves a big hunt. And like to him, this is like the most exciting game ever because he's going up against like a coven of vampires Mm -hmm. and there's like so many of them and they're all like really like powerful and they're like, you know, protecting this one human. So to him, he's like, oh, I'm in this for the long haul. Like, let's see what I can do. So I don't even think he necessarily expected that this plan would work so easily. Right. Um, yeah. So, like, it makes sense that he's like, all right, well, I hope your boyfriend comes because I'm yeah, going to kill like, him too I'm, just for fun. <laughs> I'm kind of bored about how easy this was. So, like, <laughs> let's do that. So, yeah, then he gets into some good, good classic villain monologuing. Yeah. Where Except he... this time the villain monologuing is fine because it's like Bella has no chance of getting away like while he's monologuing. You right. know what I mean? Like it's not like, oh, like the more he does this, the more chance he's giving the good guy to escape. It's like, no, like if she tries to run, he's just going to chase her really fast. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, he might be giving like more time for other like the other vampires to come get mm, him. But true. clearly that doesn't happen, at least within the confines of this chapter. So... <laughs> Um, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, his talking is going to give them time. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, Bella just got totally wrecked. So, like, no. (laughs) Nope. That didn't happen. Uh, I'm kind of glad because it would have been, I think that I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I think it would have been less of a good payoff if that had happened because I'm just like, ugh, the villain monologue stalls for enough time for the person to be rescued. Right, right, right. Yeah, but you get villain monologue and, uh some good good pain (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah he explains all of the stuff that he's he's doing yeah Yeah. like victoria was watching um everybody who is still like back in forks and everything and i was like oh they have their own little system of silver like cell phones cute yeah (laughs) (laughs) they have their own burner phones Um, and this is another moment that I'm like, was it even, like, Bella's fault at all for falling for this, in a way? Because he says, Victoria saw Edward get on a plane to Phoenix. That right. gave away their location. Yeah. That was the moment. Like, I don't know. I just think, like, that's kind of interesting. Like, I don't know. How is it all tied together? Because he got on the plane because Alice saw Vision. But because he got on the plane... James knew where they were, so it was all self-fulfilling. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's right. a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is really confusing. Uh, I, I'm also, like, it's funny because they were like, Bella, you're so smart. Like, of course you wouldn't think the obvious. This is great. And then he was like, humans are pretty dumb. I think they do the obvious. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, so that's why he says, you know, very easy, not really up to my standards. So that's why I'm hoping you're wrong about your boyfriend. <laughs> he's just like, this was all, this all worked out way easier than I thought it would be. Really weird. Yeah. But again, I don't know, I don't know how she saw the, he was already in Phoenix and then Alice saw the vision because he called Bella. Then no, no, hang on big brain okay here's the timeline here's the timeline um alice sees the vision uh at the beginning of chapter 21 that's when bella is like hey that's that's my mom's house then they call edward and everybody and edward boards the plane then she gets the call from james james saying you know i have your mom come meet me here so it's so 
He had already he decided. Had already decided. He had already decided to come to Phoenix because he wanted to 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 see see the if, mom. Oh yeah, he wanted to see the mom. Like, because if if she had been there, I assume he would have like actually taken her hostage. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he because he already knew that from Victoria that like Phoenix was um, where her mother lived. So he he was already there no matter what. So I guess it's not full. It's not completely self fulfilling. Yeah, he was already there. But it was like sort but, of it all sort of led up because like it, it did. He was. It, they were all going to have to go to Phoenix eventually because she talked about Phoenix, yeah. which made him then realize that going to Phoenix to find her mom would force her to go to Phoenix and they'd all have to end Mm -hmm. up in Phoenix. So Mm -hmm. it was all, you know, it all was a big mess, but (laughs) Phoenix was going to happen and this was going to happen no matter what. That's true. Um, So then he turns on his next level of full serial killer mode and says, would you mind if I left a letter of my own for Edward and turns on a digital (sighs) video camera on a tripod He's going to film the torture and killing of Bella to send to Edward if he yeah. doesn't show up. Or even Serial just killer. or even just to leave in the room for him. Yeah. Like along with Bella's body. Like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Literally insane. Like taping that's his crazy. kill. That's like you know, and Serial he like killer. also like gets out a little cute little flash drive. It's like yeah. it's like a little turtle shaped one or something, mm-hmm, and he like mm-hmm. sticks it and he gets gets it saves it for himself, and he adds yeah, it to his so folder. He can jerk of... off to it later, <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> that that to me, this is I'm like this is like the moment it like takes like that short turn suddenly to where it's like this is full on horror. This is yes. horrifying. Like, you know, he says, you know, before we begin. Um, I just want to rub it in a little bit and we get another reveal because he's just so fucking pleased and proud of himself, this fucking serial killer, about the vampire that, uh, you know, was fond of his, you know, Oh yeah, this victim, was absolutely wild. The one victim that got away. Ah! So, yeah. <laughs> so he describes being after, yeah. you know, this human and Can I... saying like, mm-hmm. Can I try to piece together what yeah. this is because i mean i basically he's says the there's one only other one other time when my prey escaped and it's revealed that that's alice um so if i'm so i think the timeline is like alice was in a mental institute of some sort because of her visions which she had as a human which is mm-hmm. cool that's like a fun added thing because it's like you thought you'd think that like these visions were just like specific thing heightened mm-hmm. like yeah so i mean maybe it was that she didn't have real visions and then once she became a vampire they became real visions that's also something to consider mm-hmm. but anyway and there was a vampire who worked there who was fond of her and he found out that james was going to kill her so he turned alice into a vampire to try to spare her from being killed by by James but then while she was transforming James was like got angry and killed the other vampire so that's why Alice woke up alone and then she didn't remember because she had been in this asylum where she had been like they had been using shock treatments on her mm-hmm. um yes yeah <laughs> okay yeah that pretty much sums it up that sucks that that yeah that sucks 
It's crazy that you get this, like, Alice, like, backstory drop, like, right at the end here. Right. Um, I had just edited and uploaded um, episode seven, and at, like, somewhere in that episode, you went, oh, like, this is so fascinating, this little tidbit of mystery about Alice. Right. I wonder if we're ever going to find that out. It's probably not that important, so I bet it won't happen for a few more books. Yeah, I was like, I'm, <laughs> this could happen in, like, the third book. I have no idea. Because I was like, it doesn't seem relevant. And then suddenly it's extremely relevant. Yeah, it was fucking James's fault that she was yeah. a vampire. Yeah. But he brings in a, a good little kind of point here, too, is that, like, that vampire that quote-unquote saved her did what Edward wasn't brave enough to do, which is if he just turned Bella into a vampire from the beginning, like, he wouldn't be hunting her because, right. you know, she'd be another immortal. Um, yeah. Although, so. although James would have squared up with Edward. <laughs> That's true. Instantly. That's true. But it wouldn't have mattered because Edward still has his entire family to back that's, him up. That's so that true. Would be, like, it's still a fucking stupid idea now. It would have been a stupid idea then. <laughs> yeah. And so then this, like, also, I mean, we've sort of had hints at the fact that James does this regularly and this is sort of, like, the way he gets mm-hmm. his thrills, which is very serial yeah. killer-y. But this parallel to another person and the exact type of situation where it's like a a human woman and there's a vampire man who is trying to protect her and he comes in and fucks shit up like yeah there is a very distinct parallel and it makes it all way scarier and like you think about like how how often has something like this happened and like Mm -hmm. does he specifically go for i mean it also seems like he specifically goes for women which is like terrifying Mad and like a very energy yeah. yeah very serial killer energy and also does he often go for human women who Protected by a vampire y- yes exactly like does that mm-hmm. is that what makes it exciting for him and what like what sort of like protective controlling misogynistic stuff does that reveal yeah in him in relation to this like I mean, because uh, the serial killer, male serial killer's obsession with killing women is, like, something that has been heavily studied. So I think it's exactly. super interesting to have it be, like, put into this book. And yeah, also in the is. context of a, a, a vulnerable, objectively mm-hmm. vulnerable, not like, ooh, woman vulnerable. Like, objectively vulnerable because she's human and he's a vampire being mm-hmm. protected. And that gets him off, specifically. Yep. So. Yep. I think it's all super interesting. It follows all those typical, like, serial killer markers, if you will call them that, of, like, he has a pattern, specifically. His victims probably all have that same thing in common of being, like, you know, uh, a human woman and maybe even that they are somehow associated with vampires. Like, this is what he likes to do and... It, yeah, you said it all. He he literally is a serial killer. Like, there's not yeah. even, like, a doubt in my mind. Like, we were joking, like, oh, my God, he sounds like a serial killer. But it's like, no, I think I'm pretty no, sure he is. No, yeah, he straight up is. Like, cause... And not even, like, in a vampire way of, like, oh, well, they all eat humans, so they're all serial killers. Like, yeah, no, this is no, serial killer. No, he likes to toy in, with them yeah, and pick out the ones. and there's planning and there's, you know, a pattern. Ugh. Yeah, it's super creepy. And he also, like, talks about how Alice smelled delicious and she, like, smelled mm-hmm. even better than Belle. And then he's like, oh, sorry, I don't mean to, like, be rude. <laughs> like, you also <laughs> smell good, too, don't worry. But it's, like, that's another, like, very mm-hmm. creepy serial killer-y thing. Yeah. Where, I mean, I know that it's objectively, like, 
to a vampire's human smell a certain way, but it also yeah. is like this weird obsessive mm-hmm. sexual almost um, yeah. uh, obsessive obsession fascination yeah. with these human specific human women um, mm. who uh, look act or smell a certain way. It's terrifying. I hate men. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, and you know, so after he goes through like his whole monologue. Bella realizes in this moment that, like, oh, shit, like, I have fucked up. It's not just going to be, like, he's got me. It's time to drain my blood, which arguably would be not, you know, a hard way to go. Like, there's the initial pain of a bite into your skin, but then it's just, like, the slow weakening of your body as the blood is drained from it, like, basically bleeding out but faster. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, she says, like, she's definitely sick now. There was pain coming. I could see it in his eyes. It wouldn't be enough for him to win, to feed, and go. There would be no quick end like I'd been counting on. My knees began to shake, and I was afraid I was going to fall. Like, this is when she's realizing, like, oh, my God, like, he's going to actually, like, play around and hurt me. Right. And toy with her like she's, like, like it's like a cat in a mouse. Like, especially the way Mm -hmm. he circles her in a second, which I want to talk about. But, um, yeah. So she tries to... Yeah, he he steps back and begins to circle casually as if trying to get a better view. And then I love this is one really great imagery moment that like gave me chills, which is he slumped forward into a crouch I recognized and his pleasant smile slowly widened, grew till it wasn't a smile at all, but a contortion of teeth exposed and glistening. And I was like, this is some like... Pennywise shit. Like, yeah, it really is. It is, like, terrifying. It, it goes from smiling to that uncanny uncanny valley, which is truly terrifying, where you're like, I recognize this as being a human face, but Ooh, it's not yeah. performing like a human face. Exactly. Um, it's so, very scary. so creepy and very, very well done. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's annoying because Stephanie Meyer can be such a bad writer, but then... There's stuff like this where it's like just this. put in there. And I'm like, this is really good and I'm terrified and it's great. And why aren't you writing like this all the time? <laughs> uh, so she tries to run and, you know, he was instantly in front of her uh, and she gets kicked backwards. She hears the crunch as her head bashes into the mirrors. The glass shatters all around. And he Ugh. like basically comments on how like it's so cinematic. Like that's a very nice effect. Cause he's like getting off on this whole like imagery of like, ooh, look at the mirrors shattering. Look at the way like her body's reflected on all of the walls right. around here. And he's like, this will be and... great for for my amateur film. <laughs> like Ew. he to- no, I didn't mean oh no. Now it sounds like Ew. it's like a sex tape. That's not what I meant. I just meant like a film major trying to I know. Okay. But we were already talking about his creepy serial killer vibes, so that's all I that's all I could go with. I'm so with sorry. I, I've uh, done this. <laughs> I take full full blame. <laughs> and yeah, um, so Bella tries to get away and then he steps over her immediately and just steps on her leg hard enough bleh. to break the bone. <laughs> that was so And that's yeah. when we get Bella's like first true like she says a scream of agony. She couldn't like you know, hold it back. Because it seems like, I mean, I don't, it wasn't really, she wasn't being super obvious about this, but the idea of her trying to hold back her screams is like, is it because she knows it's being filmed and she doesn't want it to seem as horrible as it is to Mm -hmm. like 
to make it easier for Edward to watch later, which is like crazy levels of like uh, not like she should be allowed to just focus on being terrified and like feeling this pain and writing this out in whatever way she can because this is horrible and it is Mm -hmm. it's like i wouldn't say it's like necessarily like bad but it is very odd that she is still like she's in Mm -hmm. her last moments of her life she thinks and she's still serving someone else she says like you know edward don't come basically oh right before that he nudges her broken leg and she says that she heard a piercing scream and with a shock realized it was her own scream. Yeah. Like, so he breaks her leg, basically nudges it afterwards. It's, like it's kind of oh, it's kind of funny though. <laughs> Why is it funny? It's not funny, but it's like he's like rubbing the salt in the into, oh, into the wound God. in like the most like annoying way possible. Like he doesn't even like like fully said it. He's just like ha poke. It's not funny, but no, I it's... I get it though. <laughs> I'm trying to make light of this literal, like, murder scene. Yeah. And then, you know, she feels something else, like, hit her in the face, and she's again thrown into the mirrors. She feels pain across her scalp and realizes that suddenly she is rapidly bleeding from her head, from a head wound. And, Ah. you know, she's getting nauseous and dizzy, but she finally has hope because she realizes in that moment that James is smelling her blood, so he's not going to be able to play around with her anymore. He's going to just have to end it and drink from her. And she's like, thank God, like, it's finally over. Yeah. And the last thing she hears is the growl of a hunter. Her hand (gasps) goes up, her eyes close, and she drifts as she bleeds out on the floor. Yeah. And, like, this is where... I remembered the prologue <laughs> and was yeah. like, oh, the hunter, because he's hunting her, because he's a serial. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I like was so excited. I mean, not like actually excited, but I was like, mm-hmm. I, I am. The, I've connected the, the dots. Together. The dots. I've connected them. <laughs> like, I can't even say you haven't connected shit because you have. <laughs> I have. I've uh, connected shit. <laughs> um, the, other, the last comment that I had on this chapter was really just tied back together the whole serial killer thing is the realization that we've learned that Carlisle's theory is that vampires bring to their vampire life something particularly strong of their human life. And this bitch is a serial killer. <laughs> so what I'm, was he as a human? A serial killer? A frat boy? Sorry. Oh god. <laughs> Maybe that's a little too real. <laughs> a little bit. But like he he must have been a sick fucko before that. Yeah. His strongest thing is that he comes in being a hunter yeah. who's like, uh, that's that's just a final gross thought about James and how yeah. terrifying he is. Do you think if Bella becomes a vampire, her strongest part of her will be her clumsiness? So <laughs> Have you ever seen a clumsy vampire? <laughs> so she'll just, like, but it'll be, like, times 20. <laughs> so she, like, can't even walk. You know how fast the vampires run and she just can't even run fast. And she just keeps slamming her face into tree branches. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So with that fun thought, that brings us to the end of the two chapters. We've got two chapters left and an epilogue. Let's fucking go. I'm going to keep final thoughts uh, inside because we're getting to the words the end here. Yeah, I just, uh, like, I am, like, interested because she seems, like, pretty dead. 
but we have three more books where she's uh, uh, there. <laughs> so I'm like, are we gonna are we gonna get Bella becoming a vampire now? Like, is this is this happening? Because I didn't think it happened this soon. If it did happen, but I don't know. That's sort of like what I'm just gonna put into the universe, and now I'm gonna go mm-hmm. read it and immediately find out, and then text you. <laughs> Great. Looking forward to it. I'm gonna finish Midnight Sun. And uh, with that, remember to follow us on Twitter so you can see all our funny memes, like stuff like Eclipse uh, pictures and weird shit. And Gattaca. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) All All right. right, Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on our new Twitter at UnbittenPod. And for now... The rest is still unbitten.